Welcome to the T's and C's. Tisa and Chantel. Also known as the Terms and Conditions. So what do you want to start with for Chantel? Wait. Oh, are you are you did you are you oh, no, conversation? It's just a conversation. It's just a conversation. Where are we starting? Hi, this is Surviving Society. No, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you can't already tell, me and Tiso and George are extra hyper because we are together for the first time since March. How many um, weeks is that? It's like 18 weeks? 17, 17, 17 weeks. weeks. And this is our final episode for now of the COVID-19 reflection and we kind of just wanted to talk a little bit about the last 20 episodes that we've done, oh no, the last 19 episodes that we've done um, during the global pandemic and it's just been a bit crazy, hasn't it? I just think it's been, when I look back now, it's like life-changing. Yeah. It's life-changing, man, like the kind of discussions we've had in response to the events that's happening around you and try to make sense of the world. And I think everyone's trying to do that right now. Try to make sense of what's happening, right? Mm. I feel like similar to the conversation um, we had with Khadija on one of the episodes mm. that it's like we've been in a state of emergency, a state of trauma, a state of pain, but also a state of hope and possibility. Yeah. And kinship. Yeah. Right, if you think back to the start of the pandemic, you saw that kind of spirit alive, like the kind of cooperation, people looking after one another, care in society that everyone wants to talk about, right? The thing that people think, yeah, this is what society should look like. Mm, looking mm. after people who are elderly or less fortunate than mm. you. The idea of just giving back. Mm. But quickly, this is kind of, I don't know, changes the kind of like, you you start seeing the insidious nature of stuff, mm. of how capitalism works and how corporations are doing stuff. Just insanity, almost. Mm. And maybe that's reflective of where people's minds are at. Just like, I think, because you've been in lockdown, right? So people's minds are... Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's, I, I hear what you're saying. It's like we've seen a combination of people looking after each other and looking out for each other. But then we've kind of seen the really extreme end mm. of neoliberalism mm-hmm. and individualism and how people don't want to be part of society it's like we've seen like what the global pandemic has done is really shone a light on how pernicious and how overt these two things are like it's just so weird how two extremes can exist at the same time and i think that's kind of like the voice double consciousness like the idea of like both at the same time right Mm. so i think what kind of summed up that kind of individualistic tendency was the toilet paper fiasco yes oh my god remember the toilet paper you see what i'm saying like oh it's mad god. to see how people went and and those queues for costco yeah. insane right like that was mad but then at the other end you've got like the nhs and people like clapping for them and yeah that solidarity and like even though you could we could talk about the kind of we could critique that could from critique, how that yeah. was used for nationalist purposes exactly. but, the but idea, at the same time yeah, yeah, solidarity yeah. people coming out and like being showing solidarity for a thing man that's across class yeah across race all yeah. these things it's a mad thing right it's, it's rare to see these things in your lifetime mm. and so like i said my favorite uh, topic the enlightenment right so all the contradictions in the enlightenment laid out right mm. so for Rus- thinkers from Rousseau to Locke all those things laid out bare in front of you right mm. and it's i don't know like i think this time right now i think because people are unsure where the world's going and that uncertainty it, you can see it seep through into everything you can see the urgency with the Black Lives Matter 
and then all of a sudden the kind of backlash from the white mainstream mm. the urgency the fear that something's going to change and people are going to lose out do you think that I mean you've just spoke you've gone gone to Black Lives yeah. Matter there T which I think is an important consideration um, for these past 17 weeks but mm. Obviously, we saw the beginning. Let's just take it back to the beginning of the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, each day, it was like we were receiving a new piece of information about how unevenly felt COVID nineteen was, yeah. particularly for ethnic minorities. Uh-huh. And then seeing how austerity and the cuts to the NHS were laying bare, how much we weren't ready for COVID nineteen. So all those really extreme things that were happening daily, we were hearing about it daily. Yeah. And then we get the Black Lives Matter movement re-engaged after the death of George Floyd. Mm -hmm. And what I'm trying to think about, and I know a lot of people are thinking about this, is the link between those two things. Mm -hmm. And perhaps that is why the movement has been so galvanised this time. Yeah. I, I, I don't know like I, I, I don't I, it, it kind of it feels a bit crude to think that the only reason why white people are now thinking about black lives is because they've realised how close black lives are to them with regards to a virus yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, like, yeah, is like, that what it is like, I, I, guess, it, I, I guess one of us is you could say that like the idea of this existential, existential threats come for everyone right mm. and it's revealed the weakness and you start seeing the humanity in people mm. so like I you could argue that, but like I said, any kind of movement is not just there's many themes and many things that uh, contribute to mm. this moment, right? Mm. But what, like I said, one of the questions that black people always ask, and I ask myself, is like, why now, right? But I've kind of, I've kind of got over that because, like in the history of ideas, ideas just occur, right? Mm. And it's this idea's time right now, and you can't. That's I think that's the only way you could understand it. So why would an idea it just happen to be right now? And so you could try to explain it away, working reverse, saying like this happened, so this happened, but you don't know. What's been a conversation that we've had during the reflection minisodes that stuck with you the most during this period? Do, do you know what I think? One that's struck. Well, it's it's a, it's a mainly from the kind of podcast, right? So yeah. when we spoke to Alana and Imogen, yeah, and Nadine, like back to back, those conversations back to back, they all kind of linked and. It wasn't really planned that way, mm. but intellectually, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking, right, this all makes sense, man. Mm. It all makes sense. And it kind of made me feel even more kind of isolated that how this country's kind of psychologically moved and legally, socially maneuvered to make me feel even more of an outsider. And then I, when I think of it as a, like, in pure human terms, my parents never come here to hurt no one. My parents come here my grandparents came here to help, to work, to make a better life, right? And given all that thing that's happened and all this, all this shit that's been hap- happened to them in their own country, and they came here, and still I'm not accepted. Still, all these years later, I'm still not accepted. So then, given all the work we've been do- doing on the podcast, it made me read more, and I thinking to myself, I was never in the social contract, man. I was never included, and we've been speaking about this uh, in our phone calls, but like, the idea that I was when I was was included when I was property when I could be contained when I could be named and labelled and I would I served some kind of utility I was named but as soon as I asked for just the and this is what makes me kind of angry all I asked for was bro just chill your shit and stop taking a piss mm. that's all I asked for but you cannot do that man and that's quite scary when you put it down to like street terms stop taking a piss out of me 
man so that I'm not but yeah, I am mm. I, I can't, that's what jars me man and all the people that come on and they say stuff and I, if I was a younger man I'd be radicalised man mm. because you start thinking like like how do you stop this fuckery man and that's that's one of the big things I've had there's loads yeah but it's that kind of I really no I I really liked what you said about trying to move beyond the why now moment and actually like we're thinking now where do we go from here Mm -hmm. so those reflections that you were having about the different episodes we've recorded during this period I think that as much as they've been traumatic and quite painful to go through with regards to listening and reading the Mm -hmm. scholarship of some people that that talk about race and class and white supremacy like think about how important those conversations Mm. have been sorry um how traumatic they've been but also how affirming they've been in this moment and i also think about how lucky i am and how privileged i am to be able to talk to these people but also to have people like you and George around me to yeah. make sense of what's happening. I, I think that's, it, it's so important to have people who are positive, right? Yeah. And see things beyond where we are right now. And I think this is one of the things where I'm trying to, how do we go beyond this, right? My thinking and my feeling is we have to go beyond the current thinking, beyond the enlightenment, beyond the destruction of neoliberalism, beyond to a place where, we, where no one knows where it's going. So I'm not looking to be a communist or a fascist or any of those kind of isms this is something new right mm. but it's to be around like-minded people and be able to kind of bounce these ideas off of someone and like as much as like we spoke on the podcast about the our ability and our capacity to change people's mind and to bring as many people with us as possible like i know it is important to quote unquote change people's mind but at the same time during this period i've kind of realized that you do need to keep the people around you that understand things in a critical way yeah because it can be like i feel like one of our roles in in the quote-unquote revolution is to try and get more like-minded people to think like us Mm. however i think that there is an extent to which that we have that should do that Mm. for our own sense of self and for our own well-being and i think that's definitely something which i've had to come to terms with during this period that actually if you're not going to see me as human or if you're not going to see me as a person mm-hmm. then I can't I can't deal with you mm-hmm. you see and like I said I, I agree but also I spend most of my time talking to a lot of people who are sometimes incapable of thinking that right mm. and sometimes I do that just is jousting for me to be kind of understand where my arguments stand against where they where they think so sometimes it's a mental exercise for me to mm-hmm. kind of speak to people and understand where they're at mm. but equally because we sit in our own echo chamber to kind of see where our thought base is at and I'm I'm obviously biased but I tend to think I tend to think I win all those arguments when I'm online to them <laughs> <laughs> but no it's it, like I said it's trying to understand like I said they, I suppose it's called, it's called the intellectual dark web that's what they call themselves now right and to understand how these people are thinking and how they're kind of approaching our arguments. Because right now, it's it for me, where Black Lives Matter is, it needs to be an intellectualized movement, right? We need to concretize and rather than just making statements, concretizing the ideas of how what we want going forward, what it means to be black, what is blackness, and all these big terms that we, we rarely discuss in the mainstream. They're usually fringe movements, man. Like there's, there's lots of scholarship out there on all these things, but it's never had its time to be mainstream. 
I've never been able to say to, I remember maybe a couple of years ago I wrote about whiteness and some so a white guy said to me what is whiteness and now if now everyone knows what whiteness is right it's, wow it's, what not everyone hope? What? wait it's mainstream I'm see if I see it in the metro boom it's, 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 it's <laughs> if I see it in the metro boom it's like, and these people in London though right um no I hear you I hear you and I just want to take this moment to thank you all for staying with us um, on these Friday morning releases. Also, thank you so much to our patrons. Like, your support has been integral. 100%. 100%. To us. Like, honestly, like, we cannot thank you enough. We cannot, honestly, like, we're so, so grateful for you supporting our work. And yeah, thank you to all the guests and all the other people that have been working tirelessly and whether it's protesting community organizing writing engaging caring like so many have been doing so much work during this period and we're so grateful for all that stuff yeah I, I, for me it's been important to see Chantel and George for my mental health to, to keep me sane and then people outside, outside that there's people there's, there's a there's a vast network of people there's always a vast network of people and I think that's where we've always gone well we've gone wrong recently no no one is an individual right we're all socially connected yeah and it's understanding that it's, it's a team of people always doing stuff building stuff so this thing that we we have here it's, it's a team and it's you the audience that build this too right exactly and if you like the themes on this podcast and if you agree with me T-Cell and George to an extent then just know <laughs> that there's so many of us out here like yeah. you're not alone yeah. basically so yeah thank you so much guys thank you um thank you yeah George said something <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very rare for me to talk mm. on the uh, yes on the podcast because I'm just an editor producer stroke <laughs> director director creative injury. anyway I suggested we did a reflection weekly to explore what was going to happen during the pandemic mm. and I want to say you two excelled like it was so difficult mm. to do this because remote recording is a mad thing mm. yeah and as I, I just get the audio and I make it sound as good as I can but you two have put the work in and I'm talking the listeners are all there they understand but I personally want to say thank you because you've been very therapeutic for me personally to simulate the shit Matrix, it's the Matrix crew. Full Matrix, it's the Matrix, it's the full Matrix crew, right? Mate, um, I've been a, I've been in a rage for 17, 17 weeks, but you've helped me process that. So I I think I, I want to say we're gonna be back in September, but I don't know if Chantel's. Oh, let's listen, see, let's listen, see. Chantel, Chantel's the brains man. Let's Chantel, see, the brains see. man. Let's see. Logistical, let's see. Logistical let's see. We might be back. We might be back for some more mini sides. Let's see. Let's see. No, no, I don't so I want to say from the bottom of my heart thank you for A allowing me to be involved in this and B for opening my mind like listen, G-Man man, listen you're on the arc he's on the arc he's on the arc man <laughs> don't tell him about the arc bro. don't tell the listeners about the arc G-Man we love you oh, and are. listeners just know that it's a three piece even mm. though you listen to me and Tiso rant George I, I, I is integral nice. George I, is in, it's a team man it's like, George so it's is integral team. to this oh, stuff it's a team guys get the fuck out of here we foam like Voltron it's a transformer <laughs> thing innit <laughs> Nerd. Fucking nerd. <laughs> he is a nerd. He is a nerd. Right, so it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Laters. See you on Tuesday. <laughs>